0: Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and live in our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope you had a fabulous week. I'm assuming that I'm having a great week. <laughs> I'm actually recording this last Sunday from the time that you're actually listening to it because this week I'm going to be at the CHAD conference in Dallas. So the CHAD conference is like basically all things ADHD. It's where researchers and psychiatrists and psychotherapists and coaches and everybody who works in the field of ADHD and who has ADHD, the majority of the attendees are also ADHDers themselves come together to share new research and practices around the ADHD brain. So this is my first time attending in person. Last couple of years it has been online for obvious reasons. So I'm gonna get the chance to meet people that I've come to know and love on Zoom actually in person and give them a big hug. So I'm really, really excited for the week ahead. I'm excited to learn a whole bunch of new things and share them here with you. So with that said, I hope to have a lot of new uh, tidbits to share with you in my next episode. But for this episode, I wanted to talk about living more intentionally. Last week we talked about living productively and the last point I had made in that episode was that, you know, as human beings, we're not here just to be productive, to check to-dos off of our list or pay bills. We're we're here for a reason, and I don't profess to know what that reason is, but there's more to it. There's more to humanity than just being productive, which brings me to this idea of living with intention. And the idea has been marinating for me for a long time. (laughs) But lately I've been reading a lot of ADHD memes that have inspired me to create today's podcast so that I can address the idea of living with intention in a way that's going to make sense for the ADHD brain and I will get into that more in a minute, but I'll start off with reading like a meme that I came across from ADHD Jesse, who is at ADHD Jesse on Twitter. The ADHD urge to take on an unbelievably ambitious new project in a field you previously have no experience in with the full expectation that you'll quote unquote, figure it out somehow along the way. Does that not just hit home? I know you're probably nodding your head because you've done a few things like this as well. And the reality is that it's kind of funny, but it's not funny because it's painfully true. And that brings me to this whole idea of living with intention, because I think when we have those crazy ideas, we are as far away from intentionality as we possibly can be. But then on the other side, when I think about what does it mean to live with intention, I think of... You know, women with long flowy hair twirling on the beach or sipping tea while staring out a window for hours and hours on end. I I don't know. (laughs) But when I think about these things, this idea of living a quote-unquote intentional life... That's not me. Like, I'm the opposite of that. I am running around the house at warp speed on the best of days, generally with a stream of senior dogs in tow. <laughs> I don't know how to not multitask. I don't know how to gaze out the window for hours on end. My body is constantly in motion, it's doing one thing while my eyes are looking at something else. And all the while, I'm probably listening to an audiobook or podcast. So, you know, my body and my mind and my consciousness are always going in different directions. And I know that probably sounds very chaotic, and it is, but that's kind of how I roll. And I'm not necessarily proud of that because here's the thing it is exhausting to live that way. And it's also kind of frustrating because I'm never fully present for anything, conversations with other people while I'm watching TV, when I'm shopping, basically life. I'm never a hundred percent where I need to be, except for maybe in this moment, because I'm reading and talking at the same time. And this is why I start off all of my monthly reset videos on YouTube with some sort of comment about, I can't believe it's November, because I literally breeze through life, not actually paying full attention to anything. And beyond the obvious issue of not actually being present for life, It also has a lot of logistical issues. Like I never remember, did I take my pills? Did I feed the dogs? Did I pay the taxes? I'm always second guessing everything I did. Did I turn off the oven before I left the house? Did I lock the door before I left the house? I also don't feel like I ever get enough done. Like honestly, guys. I can do two things in a day or 20 things in a day, but come dinner time, I'm like raising my head going, wait, what? What time is it? Literally, what did I do with this entire day? And it doesn't matter if I got a hundred things done, I will remember none of them. And that's actually not even the worst part. The worst part about all of this lack of intentionality and disconnection from my own time and energy is that I keep adding more and more to my already stuffed plate. When I am not conscious and aware of how much I'm doing, it is just way too easy for me to just keep adding more and more and more. Like, seriously, guys, this is my life. I've got two senior dogs that need to go out hourly and they take a bunch of meds. And for some reason, I thought it'd be a really good idea to foster a third senior dog. I mean, he's super sweet, but I did not need another 15 year old dog in my life that needs everything. I started a second YouTube channel because, you know, having one YouTube channel just isn't enough, right? I've got a whole other fitness business in addition to my coaching practice. And I know I have way too much going on but I have a hard time saying no to things. I share this because I never want you to think that I've got my my life sorted. I absolutely don't, but I'm just, I'm more aware of the issues. So it's easier for me to talk about them and address the issues head on. So with that said, I think you can see the dilemma here and you might actually even be nodding your head at the fact that we just put too much on our plates. And I know it's not just me, I actually had a client conversation recently where she wanted the right system to organize all of her tasks and to-dos. But when we dug down deeper into what she was really looking for, it turned out that she was just saying yes to everything that came her way. Like when requests came at her from work or at home, she was always she was a yes person all the time and never really thought to slow down and intentionally think about whether or not she had the time, energy, and headspace to follow through on the things that were being asked of her. So she was assuming that there was a system or a calendar out there that could help her get through all of this overwhelm. But what we realized when we unpacked it was that that was not the problem. The problem was that she wasn't being intentional in the moment when she was saying yes to things she literally could not do. So when I was asking her about that, She gave me this analogy of every request coming at her as a little chicken on the side of the road that needed her help. And she couldn't say no to the little desperate chicken. So she would just keep taking in these little needy chickens, kind of like I do with the foster dogs, and keep adding them to her flock. And while she wanted to keep saying yes to all the chickens because they clearly needed her, the problem was that she now had a flocking overflow of chickens that she couldn't take care of in the way she really wanted to. And while I get the desire to want to say yes to all the requests, or in this case, all the chickens, you can't take care of every request or chicken. And you also have to remember that you yourself are a chicken in your flock that requires care and attention. So I hope that makes sense. Like she was saying yes to everybody else. And Not being able to follow through, feeling overwhelmed because of it, and also not taking care of herself in the process. And then the other interesting thing that I discovered in that conversation with that client was that when she fell short of caring for her chickens, i.e., letting people down, she felt horrible. So when I asked her, when you do meet expectations, like when you push through overwhelm just to make sure you get everything done for other people, how does that make you feel? And she's like, well, it, it feels okay, I guess. And I was really surprised to hear that because I figured if you're saying yes to all of these people, it must be because it feels gratifying. But what she came to realize was that it wasn't. So in the best circumstances, she would overcommit, kill herself trying to keep up with all of these requests from other people. And when she did, she felt kind of okay about it. But if she fell short of these requests from other people, she felt like total shit about it. And that was a big aha for her, that she wasn't actually getting anything out of saying yes to all of these requests. And I'm curious if that rings true for you as well. So here's what I think. I think it's hard for ADHDers or people with very fast brains to think slow and be methodical in the moment. We weren't built that way. And while I 100% believe that we can white-knuckle our way through anything or push our way through as many walls of overwhelm as deemed necessary by our egos or wherever that comes from, but honestly, I think that's a shitty way to approach life. So this brings me to my theory about how we can live more intentionally when your brain constantly has the zoomies. And it starts with being really clear about what's important and what's not important. I talked about this last week in the context of productivity, but it's even more important in the context of living intentionally. You almost have to like pre-decide what's important enough for you and be aware of that and constantly reminded of it so that you don't get sidetracked into saying yes to things that are going to lead you in a direction you don't want to go. And this is where my program, Distraction Action, really digs into looking at values and strengths and needs so that you can understand what's most meaningful for you and how you actually do want to spend your time. And then we can start deconstructing goals and making progress on them and taking action on the things that are most important to us. I feel like we get so hyper focused on this grand idea of living a better life, or in this case, a more intentional life, but we don't actually take the time to decide what that means to us in particular. So we just assume it means, you know, twirling on the beach or gazing out the window with a cup of tea for hours on end. So when I did this work to truly understand what was most important to me, it came down to a relatively few simple things. Spiritual development, for me, that's yoga and meditation, caring for my body and my mind, and spending time with people and critters that are important to me. I also love experiencing new places, either via travel or moving. (laughs) I love moving. Yes, I know. I'm a weirdo. Everything else, stuff, clothes, things for the house, all of that kind of has no meaning to me. I mean, it's fun and sometimes it's necessary, but I don't really care about it. If my house burned down tomorrow, I would be sad, but as long as I got my 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 family out of it, that would be all that really matters. But meanwhile, here I am on Instagram, mindlessly scrolling, and somebody shares a link to a cute sweater, and I automatically buy it, even though I don't need it. But it's because I'm not being reminded in the moment of what's important to me and what's not, because I am a work in progress. <laughs> So this brings me to the idea I have about how to actually live intentionally when you have this brain that is easily distracted. And for me, it's about accepting that I'm going to have these moments where I'm distracted by the new and sparkly thing, and also realizing that the majority of those bright, sparkly things are going to come to pass, and that I don't necessarily have to change career directions every time I have a new thought adventure, which yes, I do this, or just completely like blow up my life every time something new and sparkly comes along. And at the end of the day, I guess the real answer is that we need to accept that we're wired for speed and novelty and that living an intentional life is going to look different for us than it is for the average neurotypical who is probably sipping her tea and that's okay. We just need to find ways to compensate for distractibility, especially when we know it's going to happen. And we need to build boundaries around those tendencies to be impulsive and want to blow everything up every three to six months and start all over. It's equally important to remember what really feels meaningful and to make sure that those things keep showing up on our calendar. And that's the reason why I'm such a huge advocate for weekly and monthly planning, because this is where you have the chance to plan intentionally. And then if you can build that muscle of actually checking your, your to-dos and your calendar and following through on them, either because you know there's priorities on there that you have to do, or because there's something on there that's meaningful for you, this is the only way that we're going to get ahead of it. So I'm curious what your thoughts on living with intention is and how do you manage your speedy McSpeedy Pants brain? (laughs) If you have strategies, I would love to hear them. Feel free to leave me a voice note or ask me a question about that and I will address it because I think this is really important. And coming into 2023, I want to live with more intention, more present in the moment and making conscious choices about how I want to spend my time and energy. So that's what I got for you this week, guys. I hope that resonated on sub level I hope it was helpful. And if you would like to carry on the conversation... Come join me over on Instagram at Karen McGill, my name, and my name is spelt with a C. And come visit me on YouTube at Karen McGill as well. And as I also mentioned, Distraction Action is now open for January registration, and uh, I would love for you to join me. So on that note, guys, have a great week, and I will be back in your earballs next Friday. Take care for now.